0: <laughs>
1: I love it. I love
2: it. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Welcome to Uncle Buck's house. I am your host, Kyle Buck. I do have a co-host. His name is Nick Oakes. He's one of my best friends in the world. <laughs> I
1: love it. What were we laughing at?
2: Our producer and host with the most over here at Flyover Studios, BJ. The BJ. Um, anything goes here. We have some very fun things going on, some fun conversations all the time. That's where it's going.
1: 060606. Six, six. six, the mark Take of the zeros. Take out the zeros. Yeah.
2: That McDonald's is the devil. Look good. The beach is like, real glad I gave these guys a show. Yes, sir. And we're back <laughs> see i told you it'd be another weird one i don't know <laughs> i don't know what what i i just don't i just shoot from the hip i'm just like a gunslinger of intros over here i don't even know what to pew say pew, pew pew. i'm like the the guy in that tech video we just watched that <laughs> we just watched a video where uh we're clearly a uh you know 60 plus year old man is trying to guide a conversation about technology and he's just like pointing out Literally pointing out doing finger guns. Like, you just got to move your hands around to move the He's game around.
1: Doing the Yosemite Sam.
2: Yeah. Uh, but if there's a game like that, he'd win. Because he does finger guns really well. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's what a that's what a not funny intro sounds like. But <laughs> Nick's over there. What's up, buddy? Super awkward. Yeah, man. Uh, weird. Not
1: much, man. What's up?
2: Shit, man. Fucking... I don't, I, dude, I honestly, I don't even, all right. You're two for two. I know. Okay. Because he, he I, I don't know, I don't know how to feel anymore. You know what I mean? It's insane. You know what I mean? It's, it's,
1: uh, it's a lot of us feel that way.
2: Like, um, so to give you guys kind of a lineup of where, cause you're hearing this episode a week after we've recorded it. And so at this point. Um, George Floyd's murder happened on Tuesday, May 25th. This is Thursday. Um, what was that? Monday, May 25th. Yeah, Sorry. Monday, Monday May Monday. 25th. This is Thursday, May 28th. And, uh, things are really still unfolding with
1: that. Yep. And, I'd say the riots you know, are probably, uh, the riot, they're, they're, rioting in Minnesota right now. Yeah uh ho- hopefully it doesn't get bad apparently the national guard was called out there i don't know if that's true or not but
2: yeah um, it's getting real shit but, is getting real you know we uh, on the way down here one of the things that we you know uh, we always make a little bit of a drive down here together and we like to do at least a bit of show prep do, do we always stick to our show prep no because we usually no. forget it halfway through yeah. um but hence uh, the intro you know th- this is just such um a momentous occasion um and i that was far too positive of language this is a very momentous event um the 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 murder of george floyd and i don't think there's any other way to describe it i don't think anyone i've not seen anyone argue the fact that you know um something wrong occurred and a uh a man is dead
1: yeah, um as you all know I participate in jujitsu and there's not much people can say because there's been several jujitsu uh practitioners that have said that is I believe it's an illegal, like it's a choke you can't even use yeah. in competition because you can't. Oh, you mean the old knee to the neck? You can literally cr- I mean you're literally crushing yeah. the trachea. You're stopping mm-hmm. airflow and crushing the trachea. So yeah. I mean I know a lot of people might not understand that. It's just bad enough to see somebody's shin across somebody else's face on concrete pavement. I mean, while his hands are basically tied behind his back. And he's, he's verbally back, saying, I can't breathe. Verbally saying, I can't breathe. <coughs> was was pulled out of his car. Um,
2: while while other um, officers stood around. Yep. pulled Pulled out of the car, but
1: was... <clears throat> at some point resisting arrest. Yeah. And uh, well, there's and, videos showing that that's not necessarily the case.
2: And I and I, you know, and w- w- one of the reasons I mentioned w- the timeline when we started recording this and when we started talking about this is because there's so much that's still left to unfold out of this. Oh, yes. This this is Did he um, even like
1: what was he even in trouble for for some forgery? Did they I, prove that? Uh, I, mean,
2: I, I I don't know. I I don't even that's know. That's the crazy part. Nobody's yeah.
1: talking about that at all.
2: Yeah. Um and you know, it's uh and and, and like I said, um m- more and more details and facts will will emerge out of that. But one thing that is um the the facts that we do know, um one is that the initial report from the um uh from the police uh to the public said that he was um, apprehended and he fought back and uh, was detained and um, due to uh, some sort of injury caused in the conflict um, died on the way to the hospital um, or died shortly after arriving to the hospital, which is not the case. No way. He He was
1: not breathing.
2: Yeah. He, uh, he, yeah, he died on film.
1: Um, which is more desensitization yeah. that has been presented to the public? I mean, how many how how many more live deaths are we going to be? Not not necessarily live, but recorded uh, deaths are we going to see before yeah. something is done nationwide? I mean, sure. I, obviously th- this is a systematic thing. It's we were talking about this on the way over here, and I wanted to bring it up. Uh, if that was a black cop, it may have not gotten as out of his hand as it is or, or I'm sorry, as far as the coverage, as, or? as far as the coverage, as far as, um, people being outraged by it. People, yeah. I, I still think people would be outraged, but I think it would be more of a, um, how, like, how could you do that to your own kind, blah, 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 like the black on black type yeah. of crime thing going on. I don't, I don't know that it would be, obviously, it, it, it couldn't necessarily be a race thing. Yeah. But I do think what would come out of it is that people would start to see that this is a systematic thing. Yeah. If it was a black, a black officer that did that to George. It was still a police officer,
2: if, you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: right. It was still a police officer, and that's where the systematic comes in. It doesn't matter what color the cop is. This is what they are all taught. It just so happens that there are more white cops than there are minority cops, not even black cops, just minority cops. And um, uh, well, I guess this actually is an example because the cop that was standing in front of the guy filming was of Pacific Islander or of or Asian descent. So, yeah. I mean, that clearly should show some type of systematic uh, yeah. strategy that they're housing towards a certain demographic, whether it be black, whether it be uh where these people are, are walking from. So a bad part of the neighborhood or uh, a part of the neighborhood where crime is, is uh, prevalent. I, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of factors, but this is definitely a systematic thing. And if, and if people don't uh, see that, then I, I I don't know what else has to be shown. When
0: was you guys born? 88. I, I was born in 88. Yeah. I was born in uh, 80 so 1992 the very same thing happened obviously rodney, rodney king, rodney king yeah. yeah um which i, I have 18, no 18 years ago right I, yeah. I watched it live not live but i watched the tape and everything yeah. like that and then got so you were
1: 13 12
0: 12 13 yeah Nine, uh, 92 i was 12. so that's,
1: that's my daughter's
0: age and then i went out and bought um Ice Cube's actually album which had Wicked and then had the Tear This Mother. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to that today and then if you get a chance to listen to it it's no different 18 years ago. I have to agree. Same concept because those cops have not been arrested. And no. and what's what's
2: crazy is is back then you know um I mean you, you know Rodney King at least survived. Right. You know what I mean? That and, is a crazy thing. And you know uh, and 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 what happened Rodney King is, is 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 i hate to say it but but yet another atrocity along this line of of um not only you know um racial prejudice but but uh but you know just 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 lack of civility i think from you know those that we're supposed to look to for help um it's a you know and, and that kind of leads me to, to the next thing that we were talking about, which was, um, you know, the the way that it, it kind of was and still is cultural, culturally acceptable to, like, weaponize the police. Like, the, the, the other situation with the woman in the park um, where uh, 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 a black man approached her and asked her to... Uh well and well reminded her really it was it was required in that park to leash your dog and uh, he was kind of looking out for her he was trying to make sure she didn't get in trouble and she responded by threatening to call the police and lie about the fact that she was being assaulted by him and that uh there was a dangerous black man in the park and she threatened to weaponize the police and that's a pretty extreme that's a pretty extreme um case of it. And uh, I think it happens far too often. I think that, you know, um, it's, it, it, it's one thing to, to, to report a crime. It's another thing to um, give a hotline for like a cold case or something. You know what I mean? By all means, um, use the police when necessary. But, but you, we need to realize that um, by calling the police in a situation where you really should not, can lead to disastrous situations. Yes. Yes. And um, that's happened more than once. Uh, multiple people in the last several in the last couple of years have been victims of <clears throat> the wrong door being kicked in. And just
1: recently this happened. Oh absolutely within this the last month.
2: month. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, absolutely um a I, child I I believe her name was mother. Brianna, yeah.
0: Did you see you know who that guy was? He spent nine years at Marvel Comics and he helped introduce um, LGBT people into comics. Who is this? The guy who was filming the lady with the leash.
2: Oh, shit.
0: Yeah, he's a Harvard University grad, former Marvel Comics editor, and current member of the Board of Directors for New York City uh, chapter of Audubon Society.
2: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Whoa. Interesting. Q, maybe? Would that make him a Disney employee?
0: He's former. Ah. Former. Q, maybe?
2: Ah. I don't know. I think that might be a it's little interesting. More. Yeah. Yep. That's b- interesting. B- very interesting. Um, but uh, but you know, it's it it's still yeah. Nick and I were talking about being kids and and our you know either our parents or our friends' parents being like, if you, if you don't quit that. I'm gonna call the police or if right. You, you know, don't get caught out doing this, or the police will get you. You know what I mean? And it's like that became a way of, I don't know. It it it, it was innocent enough when we were kids. Um, also, it was a it was um, it meant, you know, it was a form of le- fear. Yeah.
1: Like it was it was a form of of using fear to <sighs> Absolutely. have you do what you what your parents wanted you to do. And that that translate. And so when you get older and you learn what manipulation is and you understand what was done to you, you then your brain then believes that that's. Just the way that it is. If you don't like the way that somebody's doing something for you or to you or 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 whatever it might be, then you need to use fear to get your point across. And how were you introduced to fear? Well, that that is a whole part. Like that's the part of conditioning uh, to the brain that basically uh, is is what psychologists use uh, to help change behavioral. um, habits, I guess, is is the best word, um, whether they're good habits or bad habits. So, I, I mean, our parents were literally uh, conditioning our brain to um, do these, to uh, weaponize certain things just for our need and our wants. Ego, pride, you know, those those types of things. And And, and when that happens, I made a post about it today. The most. Dangerous thing in the world is fear. It's not a gun. It's not a bomb. It's not a virus. It is fear. And if you are scared enough, you will do things that you could have never imagined that you would have done. If something was to happen to my kids and I had to make a choice between my kids and someone very, very, very important. I mean, that might drive me crazy for the rest of the I'm going to make a decision, but the decision that I made will never be right. Yeah. it be, obviously I saved my kids, but whoever the person is that I deeply, deeply, deeply care about, like that's, that's something that you're never going to get back. And then obviously if you let your kids go, come on, man, that's not even so, and, and that, that's the type of choice that your brain looks at in those types of scenarios. So it, it just who knows what's going to happen. Sure. So
0: so a couple things with the, with the, with police officers. So I grew up in the poor side of town, right? Stereo parks where the cops would go through and they would stop and be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then I remember going over to my friend's house who lives behind the high school. The cops pull up and and they just talk to you. It classism, pace, plays oh, for sure. And the racism was huge, but I learned. I was just like. That dude just harassed me three days ago mm-hmm. in front of my trailer.
1: Doing the doing the exact yeah. same thing that this kid in this nice neighborhood yeah. was doing. Yeah, absolutely.
0: He, he was like, You guys been to the store? And I'm like, What is that? What? Yep. Yeah. He's like, Well, we had some thefts up there. And I'm like,
1: What? I was yeah. like,
0: No. Yeah, absolutely. And then we go over there and he's like, Oh, you guys got a game this weekend and I was just like, Man. Right then and there, I was like, I am done with these folks. Yeah. Yep. That's- and
2: like I No sorry, I, I I didn't didn't mean to cut you off. Um but like, that's what's so kind of frustrating to me about this is that I know a lot of really great people that are great law enforcement officers and have done heroic things. Um and I, you know, wanna like he- hear some commentary. You know what I mean? I I I want I know police officers of color. I, I know police officers um that have you know um had to discharge their weapon in the in the line of duty and you know i it's it's it seems like one of those things where um i don't know i i would just love to hear that perspective maybe we need to work on we need to try and get someone like that on the show that'd yeah, be
1: uh yeah it would that'd it would,
2: be a great idea to get a get a perspective like that on the show
1: it would be nice to hear a perspective um it needs to be an honest one i know I know some people I'm I'm sure you that you do as well um but there's just so much there's so much corruption within the that whole scene whether it's the local police the the county the the state FBI uh that's over that area whatever it might be there's just there's so much corruption um even when these good officers these good people want to make a decision and they and they want to call out their um their superior uh at a lot of times or their um i don't know what they call them coworkers when they're police officers i guess um colleagues colleagues i guess um but a lot of people have to hold their mouth because that's their career yeah and even, and, and even I, when they're right, even, yeah. even when they have proof and they have evidence that these people Absolutely. did the wrong thing, it's, we never turn our back on the fraternity. That's yeah. essentially what the, what the code is.
0: One thing I want to know is, so in that line of work, same way in military, you see a lot of messed up things. How often are they, someone actually talks to them like, like professionally, I know if you discharge your gun we've seen where you have to talk about it but I mean I'm talking about just seeing a car wreck with a kid and a family yeah. and
2: I mean I I would love to hope that they have some sort of open counseling available for for anyone on the force just because I feel like in a in a in a line of work like that you could you could see the most horrific things in the blink of an eye um, yeah I I don't, I don't know I that's a great question
1: are you thinking about like talking like friend to friend or like no like like basically
0: like we've seen television shows where it's been mandated after you discharge your gun right right but i'm talking about just like every six months having some kind of evaluation with with a third party Just to see where their heads are.
1: Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's required, but I think it definitely should be.
0: I mean, think about it. Like we 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 go to schools and then, you know, we have people that see us and they can see a change and they're like, hey, something's not right. Right, right. But you know, another cop's not gonna you know, just like just like us, we've protected coworkers. that's a
1: really good point. Now that
2: you say that, I feel like um I feel like departments do have some sort of like internal affairs like evaluation system. However, I don't know that they're done by a third party like a it's it's like an investigation,
1: but it's not making that person that directly dealt with that experience do anything with it. Well, so like go and talk. So like, hey, man, you just you know, you just had to kill somebody. Uh, This is your third month that you've come upon um, uh, this whole situation. We haven't. We don't have any documentation that you've talked to anybody. Uh, So, you know, at the third month, you have to speak to somebody. Hmm. You have to talk to somebody about it. Yeah. And I I do think that's important because think about when you go over to war or at least the people that I've spoke with, the um, people who have had to kill people on a daily on on like a common occurrence. It gets normal. Right. It's like, oh, well, you know, they I've had some people talk to me about having to harm a child over there because they've seen so many of them just come running at them with bombs, you know, what are they to do? Yeah. And then, so think about that on the policing and the law enforcement side of things. If you kill somebody in the, um, line of, uh, work that you're in as far as state County, whatever, because of they robbed, they didn't want to, they, they got into the line of fire accident, whatever it might be. And that, That changes you as as a person that if it's if it's the right person that did it for a reason, then that is something that they're going to hold on to. And that might be the next the uh, same way that they handle the next situation, even though it's not the same terms. They see a kid running. But they didn't question him. They, they just see a kid running. And the last guy that was running, he had to shoot because he shot his partner and he asked him to stop. He didn't stop. So he had to shoot him and he ended up killing him. Well, this is the same. This is the same like quick of an instance decision. You, all you see is the back of a person. And, and I know in a psychological point, your brain goes back to the last instance that this was at. And that last instance would be you killing somebody because they killed somebody. And you're trying to protect yourself. But yeah. in this instance, you have no idea what this boy has done. Yeah. This was a 14-year-old boy running because he's scared. Yeah. And boom.
2: Sure. It's fucked. I don't, I, mean, I, don't, I
1: don't think there are mandates on people talking about these things regularly to somebody that can help them. And I think that is a lot of the problem. Yeah. And you can see that in social media. Because people are becoming okay with seeing people being like this, there's. But it goes back to the same instance. If they try to do anything to the cops, then they're going to be the person on the ground with their knee on their face. Yeah. So what is what is really to be done? Sure. Um, and that kind of transitions to
2: a to another interesting point about this whole um, uh, situation is. Beware the merchants of division. Because there are such things as merchants of division, there are people who manufacture, profit off of, and benefit from um, organized manufactured chaos. Now, yes, for sure, suggesting that I am not saying that anyone who happens to be showing protest has doesn't have a reason to be there. I, that's not what I'm saying at all. Um, but. There are certain entities, and as these events unfold, I, I don't want to. There's a lot of speculation out there. There's already been some some false social media narratives, uh, saying that you know there was one guy who ended up being a total uh, online professional troll. They said was the actual police officer who had like some sort of racism. Um, uh, stuff on, and that was not true. So, so the only thing that that I'm saying is be diligent in what you're you're seeing and what you're hearing. There are people um, that uh, um, profit off of and benefit from the division that an event like this, um, arguably, rightfully, uh, or or I hate to say, justfully um, creates division, not necessarily of just racial descent, which is, um, uh, a huge and probably one of the most prominent parts of the situation, but also between, you know, the, the, the state and the people, you know what I mean? We, we the, I've, I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. I think that there's a, there's a silent war happening, um, that, that is not, being as silent as it was. Uh, I think that what happened to George Floyd will, um, uh, be a, be a very important part of that story, um, and of that war. And as these events, you know, unfold, just, just take caution in what you're reading and what you're hearing. And, uh, uh, we're actually going to play a really cool clip, um, about a minute long of, uh, um, the great Malcolm X, um, Uh, talking about the fox and the wolf, um, well, just listen.
3: But being friendly and being a friend, I think, are two different things. I think there are many whites who act friendly toward Negroes. A fox acts acts friendly toward the lamb. Mm -hmm. And usually the fox is the one who ends up with the lamb chop on his plate. Mm -hmm. The wolf doesn't act friendly, and therefore the wolf has more difficulty and getting the lamb chopped in his plate. I'd like to point out, though, that and I, I, I say that because it is usually the, if you study the structure of the Negro community, mm-hmm. economically, politically, civically, psychologically, and otherwise, it's controlled by the white liberal, mm-hmm. who usually poses as the friend of the Negro, who actually differs from the white conservative in, in the same way that the fox differs from the wolf. Uh, their appetite is the same. Their motives are the same. It's only their mannerisms and, and methods that differ.
1: Yeah. Pretty uh, Pretty powerful still <clears throat> today.
3: Yeah. And that
2: was, you know, 60s um, when that happened. That was his interview at Berkeley. It's about 40 minutes long if you want to watch the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so. I tell you what, uh, let's take a short intermission because I need to use a restroom, something fierce. Unless uh, you wanna, uh, uh, well,
1: there's talking. a little blog that I wanted to read. Okay. Um, we got to talking, and I wanted to read it during the I'll portion of. Nah, uh, no, no, that's that's all good. You um, yeah, yeah. All right. This will this will take a minute. You can go to. Oh, the okay. Though. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, but I wanted to read this during the uh, portion where we were talking about how um, cops are being used as a weapon. Um, as a minority, it's, uh, it's hard sometimes to stay calm when I see a cop behind me. And I, I have nothing to hide. That's just the narrative that a lot of us have to deal with. Um, and this blog kind of touches on that. Uh, the, the gentleman that posted it is actually a professor um, at a college, which you'll, uh, at a university, which you'll see here. Um, his name is uh, Steve Locke. and He posted a picture of what he wore that day, sunglasses. He wore a Rasta hat uh, that was knitted by a certain individual. Uh, he had on a hoodie. It uh, looks like a blazer um, and some brown khaki pants and some type of tennis shoe. And this is what he had to write. This is what I wore to work today. On my way to get a burrito before work, I was detained by the police. I noticed a police car in the public lot behind Center Street. As I was walking away from my car, the cruiser followed me. I walked down Center Street and was about to cross over to the burrito place and the officer got out of the car. Hey, my man, he said. He unsnapped the holster of his gun. I took my hands out of my pockets. Yes, I said. Where are you coming from? Home. Where's home? Deadham. How'd you get there? Sorry, how'd you get here? I drove. He was next to me now. Two other police cars pulled up. I was standing in front of the bank across the street from the burrito place. I was going to get lunch before I taught my 130 class. There were cops all around me now. I said nothing. I looked at the officer who addressed me. He was white, stocky, bearded. You weren't over there, were you? He pointed down Center Street towards Hyde Square. No, I came from Deadham. What's your address? I told him. We had someone matching your description just try to break into a woman's house. A second police officer stood next to me, white, tall, and bearded. Two police cruisers passed and would continue to circle the block for 35 minutes. I was standing across the street from the burrito place. You fit the description, the officer said. Blackmail, knit hat, puffy coat. Do you have identification? It's in my wallet. May I reach in my pocket and get my wallet? Yeah, he said. I handed him my license. I told him it did not have my current address. He walked over to to a police car. The other cop, taller, wearing sunglasses, told me that I fit the description of someone who broke into a woman's house, right down to the knit cap. Barbara Sullivan made a knit cap for me. She knitted it in pinks in browns and blues and orange and lime green. No one has a hat like this. It doesn't fit any description that anyone would have. I looked at the second cop, I clasped my hands in front of me and, and to try to stop from shaking. For the record, I said to the second cop, I'm not a criminal, I'm a college professor. I was actually wearing a facility ID badge around my neck, clearly visible with my photo. You fit the description, so we just have to check it out. The first cop returned and handed me my license. We have the victim and we need her to take a look at you to see if you're the person. It was at that moment that I knew I was probably going to die. I am not being dramatic when I say this. I was not getting into that police car. I was not going to present myself to some victim. I was not going to let someone tell the cops that I was not guilty when I already told them that I had nothing to do with any robbery. I was not going to let them take me anywhere because if they did, the chance I was going to be accused of something I did not do rose exponentially. I knew this in my heart. I was not going anywhere with these cops, and I was not going to let some white woman decide whether or not I was a criminal, especially after I told them that I was not a criminal. This meant that I was going to resist arrest. This meant that I was not going to let the police put their hands on me. If you're wondering why people don't go with the police, I hope this explains it for you. Something weird happens when you are on the street being detained by the police. People look at you like you're a criminal. The police are detaining you, so you clearly must have done something wrong. Otherwise, you wouldn't, they, they wouldn't have you. No one made eye contact with me. I was hoping that someone I knew would walk down the street or come out of one of the shops or got off the 39 bus or come out of J.P. Licks and, some, and say to these cops, that's Steve Locke. What the fuck are you detaining him for? The cops decided they would bring the victim to come to, to view me on the street. They asked me to wait. I said nothing, and I stood still. Thanks for cooperating, the second cop said. This is probably nothing, but it's our job. You do fit the description. 5'11", black male, 160 pounds, but you're a little more than that. But you have a knit hat. A little more than 160. Thanks for that, I thought. An older white woman walked behind me up to, second, up to the second cop. She turned and looked at me, and then back at him, You guys sure are busy today. I noticed a black woman further down the block. She was small and concerned. She was watching what was going on. I focused on her red coat. I slowed my breathing. I looked at her from time to time. I thought, don't leave, sister. Please don't leave. The first cop said, where do you you teach? Massachusetts College of Art and Design. I tugged at my lanyard that had my ID on it. How long have you been teaching there? Thirteen years, I said. We stood in silence for about ten more minutes. An unmarked police car pulled around. The first cop went over to talk to the driver. The driver kept looking at me as the cop spoke to him. I looked directly at the driver. He got out of the car. I'm Detective Cardoza. I appreciate you. I appreciate your cooperation. I said nothing. I'm sure these officers told you what's going on. They did. He said. I said. Where are you coming from? From my home in Deadham. How did you get here? I drove. Where's your car? It's at the lot behind Bukhara. I pointed up Center Street. Okay, the detective said, we're going to let you go. Do you have your car key you can show me? Yes, I said. I'm going to reach into my pocket and pull out my car key. Okay, he said. I showed him my car key. The cops thanked me for the cooperation. I nodded and turned to go. Sorry for screwing up your lunch break, the second cop said. I walked back towards my car, away from the burrito place. I saw the woman in red. Thank you, I said to her. Thank you for staying. Are you okay, she said. Her small, beautiful face was lined with concern. Not really, I'm really shook up, and I have to get to work. I knew something was wrong. I was watching the whole time, she said. "The The way they are treating us, you have to watch them now. I'm so grateful you were there. I kept thinking to myself, don't leave, sister. May I give you a hug? I said. Yes, she said. She held me as I shook. Are you sure you're okay? No, I'm not. I'm gonna have, I'm going to have a good cry in the car. I have to go teach now. You're at MassArt. My friend is at MassArt. What's your name? She told me. Excuse me. I realized then we were Facebook friends. I told her this. I'll check with you on Facebook, she said. I put my head down and walked to my car. (sighs) My colleagues was in our shared office and she was able to calm me down. I had about 45 minutes until my class began and I had to teach. I forgot the lesson I had planned. I forgot the schedule. I couldn't think about how to do my job. I thought about the fact my word count, my, my word counted for nothing. They didn't believe that I wasn't a criminal. They had to find out. My word was not enough for them. My ID was not enough for them. My hand my made one of a kind knit hat was an object of suspicion. My Ralph Lauren quilted blazer was only a puffy coat. The white woman could just walk up to a cop and talk about me like I was just an object for regard. I wanted to go back and spit in their faces. The cops were probably deeply satisfied with how they handled the interaction, how they didn't escalate the situation, how they were respectful and polite. I imagine sitting in the back of a police car while a white woman decided if I was a criminal or not. If I looked guilty being detained by the cops, imagine how vile I become sitting in a cruiser. I know I could not let that happen to me. I know that <clears throat> I know if that were to happen, I would be dead nothing i am nothing i do nothing i have means anything because i fit the description i had to confess to my students that i was a bit out of it today and i asked them to bear with me i had to teach after class i was supposed to go to the openings for first friday i went home steve Locke. man um yeah unfortunately that's the that's the reality for a lot of minorities and i was telling bj before you went in there when i see a police car behind me i just start to shake i just get uncontrollably nervous yeah and um i just wanted to share that so people understood why we do why certain people do detain why certain people i'm sorry uh do resist because once you give yourself up and you present yourself as the criminal you have a very very less likely chance of literally living so
2: yeah i uh um have had uh, myself have had um police officers, uh, you know, draw their weapons on me. Um, and I remember that being a very, very scary moment. But you know, for a lot of folks that are different than myself that have um, uh, different circumstances than myself, um, have a completely different experience. I mean, I, I you know, certainly, um, have my, um, insecurities and, uh, you know, um, fear of, uh, the way certain interactions could go with police officers and, and, uh, um, you kind of really hope that something doesn't go wrong, but, um, I just have no idea what that's like. Um, but that was an incredibly well-written, um, It was fun. I've
1: I've yeah. read it six or seven times, and there's not a time yeah. that I haven't been able to not uh, like be able to get through it without yeah. getting emotional. Because you can feel it. You've been there. Yeah. You know. I totally, totally can understand it. Yeah. All
2: right. Now we're gonna make some make fun of some dumb fucking rednecks. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Rednecks in general, I love you.
0: Greatest transition in the world. <laughs>
2: The dumb fucking ones It's the dumb fucking ones That I don't like In fact this one is called City bitch Country rap Redneck Hip hop Outlaw Rap
0: West Virginia what?
2: West Virginia Mini thin
0: Make sure you go to Spotify Mini
2: Yeah mini thin City bitch What's a city bitch? Someone who wears Those types of boots Someone that wears a boot Like wears
1: boots And A uh... First of all That's like
2: a foot and a half jump
1: Yeah <laughs> Yeah but who wears boots in a in bathing suit? Necks,
2: What's his shirt say? Hashtag reg now, fam, reg know fam? Know,
1: you can see this lady's teeth from a mile right, away. It, Jesus Christ. Know, yeah, She's half smiling half it, when her start lips, start pumping, lips are shut. Blood, gripping,
4: just shots, no change,
1: Look, they just right, hit the ground <laughs> on fire. They <laughs> just hit the grass <laughs> on fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Booty She's sucking the in bitch. A gun, but Yeah look, but And look, look, it's me up And I'm going City,
4: <laughs> the, sticks, you
1: make me sick. Can't the one on the right is clearly unmet. So basically they're saying that if they're in the city they like Obama, they don't, uh, don't like him.
4: The,
2: tunes, flash, the, gas, blush, the mouth is, isn't
1: even matching match. up.
2: Praise
1: oh my god, look at the size of the woman's mouth on the right. This is what they did. They said, alright guys, go and find me the women with the biggest mouth and the biggest teeth you can find. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put them in this video. Those are the kind of women we want. We want Mr. Ed to look at us.
2: What the hell? What are they putting in that? Why is there thick stuff in that beer bomb?
1: Of course she's wearing a rebel flag. That one on the right definitely got free meth for this. He didn't finish it.
2: What's well, it say, Reg? Reg fam? Reg fam? Reg
1: fam. I'm trying to figure out if this dude is mixed. I don't think he is, but he's no, really no, absolutely not. Dude. I think he got a tan to kind of look like it though. He
2: has a tattoo that says malice. <laughs> <laughs> like if you ever need to know if this guy was your friend? He has a tattoo that says malice.
4: Is he even singing, really? If you want some drama,
1: no selfies, no haters part. Look, she's like, is this over yeah, yet? Yeah, she. other just one's like, not even looking.
2: Yeah, they're so <laughs> bored! They're so, <laughs> so bored! <laughs> they're
1: like, are we gonna keep hearing this damn song? I can't wait till I get my math.
2: <laughs> that guy's got a full hog in his jaw right there,
1: boy.
2: <laughs> did you see her flex? Yeah. She
1: flexed, her arms are bigger than his. <laughs>
2: Yeah, she definitely (laughs) fell as a child
1: (laughs) a lot.
4: (laughs) Oh my god.
1: We all... We all just gonna sit in the back of a truck and listen to this music.
2: What the hell? And also... Sleeveless hoodies can fuck
1: right off, dude. (laughs) Unless you're working out. You only use only wear sleeveless hoodies when you work out.
2: You just wear a sleeveless shirt,
1: dude. The I, sleeveless I hoodies think help you, what you sweat. What does the hood have to do with I think it? Think they it, help you sweat. In this
0: part right here, I think they realized, man, we wouldn't have dirty water in these little bikinis. I think <laughs> they just
1: realized what's yeah. going to happen to them. Oh, uh, yeah. They're just like, what uh,
2: swam in me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what What is in here now? I don't All know. they're worried about is their math. But he's All dressed
0: like really. Tupac, though. He has the mouse tattoo. He has the bandana. I was I, I just I just I would love to hear his top five rappers of all time.
2: Yeah, this is the White Tupac six pack,
0: uh, uh, Jelly Roll, and whoever Jesus. some of those other guys.
2: That was that was wretched. Thirty five okay, like, million there, views. There's re- thirty. Hold hold the phone. Right here. Yep. Thirty five
1: million views. Look Everyone, at the hashtags. White trash NC white White trash ink and regulator family so that's what reg family is, oh, regulator family
2: regulator family this is
1: like a mixture of uh, I'm pretty sure that the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia helped, <laughs> helped uh, produce probably. this probably uh, along with the um, uh, Greens what, what was that Greens, Greens <laughs> was Greensboro? the West
2: Virginia part of the union in the civil war <laughs> oh, well.
0: showed this to my cousin now she's pregnant with my child <laughs>
1: The comments. I can smell Marlboro like, Reds from here. I feel like going to Walmart. Now. <laughs> show, I, show this song to my Prius. It's now a '97 red lifted up show.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go on a limb and say this guy supports the troops.
2: This is hold on. This is the voice you get when you have a strict diet of meth and Mountain Dew. JK, love this guy. Actually, no, you're totally right. Why the um, hell
1: is that girl swimming in jeans? <laughs> I mud, don't even know what this means right here. The mud crickets are strong in this.
2: <laughs> oh my god! Oh, uh, g- hey, Google mud cricket. I want to know what a mud is. That a real thing?
1: <laughs> hold on, hold on. You gotta go back. I gotta right. read this. Right. Oh my what, god! What was it? Old girl could eat corn through a picker. <laughs> <laughs> great oh I'm in tears oh i'm what? telling y'all you look at this video the teeth on this girl
2: it's something about city bitch west virginia
1: the teeth went past her chin i don't know mud i understand crickets. how that happens but it went Whoa. past her chin uh, what is
2: this i don't
0: know
2: mud crickets the boondock what uh what the hell
1: she's got a little flappy. she got
2: a she got a rough situation is what you call that <laughs> What? what is a mud cricket? Mud cricket, urban dictionary A
1: female who wears
2: short shorts, cowgirl cow Yes <laughs> and, and will anyone? blow
1: anyone With a, li- with, with a lifted vehicle oh Often found my. rolling around in a mud hole Or getting railed in the woods <laughs>
5: Oh Oh, did I hear mud crickets in oh the background Look God. at the picture
1: Look at the picture on the bottom right Oh What? <laughs>
0: Okay. Interesting. Wow.
2: Mud
1: cricket. Those are. That's a set (laughs) on her. At least
0: they're somewhat attractive. Uh, Yeah.
2: That's just like mud wrestling. I don't know. (laughs) There's a mud cricket. Mud cricket's crickets exposed. Mud cricket's exposed. Oh, weird. Huh. Interesting. Well, that's pretty funny. That makes it even funnier now that he's like. Mud (laughs) crickets. He's like the mud crickets are strong in this one. That's funny as hell um but yeah what wow. uh what else do we have here do we want to talk about that te- that tech that
1: uh oh yeah that that's pretty cool i found uh
2: <laughs> yeah th- yeah that's pretty well cool. i wanted to
1: segue because the guy in the video was just so overbearing yeah enjoyable he, he he was so not enjoyable he was so overbearingly um accepting to this new technology he had no idea about yeah and he was like
0: oh it runs on your phone
2: not the computer oh my
1: god this is great there's
0: multiple ways well this is a disclaimer this is a real video this is not like any made-up voices
1: no no this is is a real video
2: this is uh dream glass dream world's four hundred dollars 2.5 k ar headset
5: uh, tell YouTube. me about AR versus VR, why you think AR is, is important.
4: Yeah, so, so VR actually is like a virtual reality, so it's immersive. So right. you get into like a whole new world, surroundings, you do all kinds of cool stuff. But AR is like, a, you still have awareness of the surroundings. You right. have some use case, application things. So you can use the uh, information from digital information and then to help you do stuff. So it's not like not just like uh, entertainment for games or movie, but you can do a lot of a lot of like uh, productivity related stuff. Right. Fast forward to so just this so is, a, oh this here is, we go here uh, we go. Can you anticipate charging how much for this? Uh it's three ninety nine U S dollars. Is it available now? Yes, you can oh, buy it online. I'm on buying it.
3: Website. All right, so I'm gonna make <laughs> oh use this right, online. I'm buying it. it. On the forehead. That's all
5: right. It's way show. to researcher guys. Yeah. So three ninety nine. Also, actually, uh, it it doesn't look horrible. You, I'm not a
2: fan yeah. of the whole
1: cord <laughs> I mean, right next to my face. face right? it's no, it's, but did you realize Kim use Jong use said three ninety nine U S dollar. Here's the thing that's interesting. This is going to work. I
2: did, it, work not I did with notice your computer,
1: that your smartphone. Absolutely, right. that's a big difference. <laughs> Oh, that's really cool. I mean, I love the, the field of view, I feel, is very wide. Like, it, so it covers a
2: lot of the pause space. Pause this that real quick, looking. BJ. Always
1: you know, to like the knock on the tiny lens. Little
2: For the people at home, basically, what you're seeing is you're wearing uh, this almost like what? Double lensed glass.
1: It's like a VR set, but yeah. instead of the VR, like, the VR set has a black, like, a. Uh, it has a black protrusion out of it that blocks light coming in and out so that you can uh, only view. see within the VR. Right. Headset. This is the same thing, but that, that protrusion is gone. There's a glass lens over it, like glasses, that you're looking at, and there's a projection on this glass lens that is projecting out in the field of view. So through, it's basically like glasses. hovering
2: right in front of you. Your, your, your images essentially are hovering right in front of you, except no one else can see them, only you.
1: Yeah, imagine looking at your phone like a like an AR app. Imagine, look, imagine looking at that, but just through glasses. So you're not holding anything in your hands. You can then use your hands to dictate what you want to do with whatever's on that screen. So if you're looking at a heart you can pull that heart apart with your hands using hand gestures or yeah. you can use your phone or you can use apparently 30 other functions that they yeah. have
2: and it, the, the example that they use in this video um it's a it, it's a 10 minute video but the cool example that they use in this is they have like a skull a human skull um that's just bones and like uh internal uh features eyes and it's teeth eyes
1: and super weird yes i thought it was going to start like Teeth chatter.
2: <laughs> yeah. But what was cool is you could use your hands to kind of like um, just separate the pieces individually and it would expand uh, almost the way you would see like a diagram in a textbook. Mm-hmm. But, it's, but it's an interactive 3D image that you can like – you you know you could use your finger to tap in the air the image of the eyeball and it can you can zoom into the eyeball and like look
1: at the cornea yep. and,
2: and you know all the different parts of the eye and uh super um, cool and this is
1: a very limited yes. video he said yeah, it, yeah, this yeah. is all 2D images they have 3D images and you can from what i read now this came out in 2018 this video now they have a light version that's a little bit cheaper. And there's video games and stuff on it now that that you can do. You can watch movies on it. You can watch videos. Um, it's kind of the next wave of uh, entertainment, I think. Uh, VR. Oh, for it's, sure. It's, it's a little too blocky. You have to... VR, you can't do in your house. You have to be, in my opinion, you need to be in a warehouse where you can really feel like you're a part of the environment. In my opinion, the perfect VR game, which I think they have in L.A. at Disney World, it's uh, Star Wars. The perfect VR game would be with me on a headset in some type of apparatus that can guide me through this warehouse and is programmed to, to a certain video that is playing on my VR set. So I really feel like I'm there shooting these people. I'm flying through this, whatever I think, uh, Uh, in 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 la they like i said they have star wars so i think you're in um the star like the star yeah like the oh the millennium falcon the the millennium falcon flying around shooting you get down and you end up being in one of those big robots and you're shooting all kinds of other stuff so like something something that makes you really feel like you're there not just wearing a set and looking and watching a video that that doesn't do much for me but yeah that's VR is a little bit too clunky, but AR is is what is the future, I believe. Nice.
2: Um, yeah, dude. AR sounds dope as shit, and it, it'll be really weird the day that we can, like, look at each other, and I can just, like, look at your face, s- Google search your face, pull your Facebook profile up left of your face while I'm meeting you for the first time, yeah. and I could request your friend, right? That's bizarre. That would be pretty cool. That'd be crazy. There's and also match some- that with Neuralink, dude. So I was getting Bro. ready to...
0: I hope I'm dead by that point. I was kind of... Kind of me too. Kind of me too. You know why? Because you guys know me. I don't like to do anything and someone walk up to just start doing this.
2: Yeah, it's just someone there waving their finger at you,
0: just like you what can be like, are you, like, yeah, are you, are you, are you not, dissecting me right like now? Online? Just ask me. Are you, not, are you not online? Like, no, I'm not online. Like, oh, sorry. And they just walk away and they do. It's like, oh my
2: God, do you not have an Instagram? No, I don't. Oh, well, oh my God. People no trying one, to address no people.
0: That. No one does. But see, I think <laughs> but I think about bad I think about bad stuff though, like, oh, I found your Snapchats. Bloop. <gasps> yeah. Oh.
2: Or yeah. J- j- just imagine someone walking up to
0: you at a bar and being like Oh,
2: I saw that thing you did. <laughs> <laughs> what thing? Yeah, the what, one with your finger. One thing, that thing you did in high school that you thought no one got on film, it's out. It's yeah. out, bro. But I found it in eight seconds by Googling
1: your face. Um, Speaking of this, I read something about deep fakes today. Mm. Augmented reality needs AI. AI will then be, it's already created, but deep fakes, if no one knows, is basically an AI program that takes... Uh, Face swap. That's what it is. It's face swap. That's the best, the easiest example I can give you. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. But this is a very sophisticated version that can take a person and put them in a video. Take that person out of that video that was actually in it, and make it look like the person that wasn't in that video in that in actually in that video. So it, it can. If somebody wanted to fake a death or if somebody wanted to uh, not get caught murdering somebody I guess (laughs) if we want to get sure super drastic um, and it's caught on video all they have to do is use this AI system to take out that person's face put it on it put it on another person's face and now that person is going to be the suspect
2: yeah, and um, it could also be used in the reverse. If someone could actually be caught on film doing something criminal, they could use AI to blame doctored video.
1: Yeah, that's very true. And that's a that's so scary potential it, it's like thing. Every video you watch, is that is that real? Is that a yes. real video? Yeah, yeah, oh, looks doctored. I don't know. Well,
2: I mean that's that's how texts were for a long time. You know what I mean? I mean, look what happened to the Bible. The Bible went 2000 years and people thought, you know, that it wasn't being edited and wasn't being adjusted. And now we look at all the different versions and, you know, while most of it is, is characteristically the same, um, you know, there are a lot of major differences for sure. And so, you know, um, videos are kind of the new way that we record society. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not even new. It's something that's fucking been around for, generations and so you know what do you um, think
1: our history is going to be like in 50 years like like by the time we're all like almost gone pretty much like what do you think that like do you think the hit the history books are going to be accurate to what actually happened
0: still playing lee Lee greenwood constantly
1: (laughs) god oh man i don't know that's a
2: that's an interesting (laughs) question our history books I
0: missed that. Yeah. <laughs> he said that's a terrible history. <laughs> yes, it is. But this is uh this yes, is, uh, it is. This is a number one app. And guess where it's created from?
1: China. China This is the number one China. app right
0: now for deep fakes that you can download
1: on your phone. China's Zhao deepfake <laughs> app has gone too far.
2: Did that What? Nothing, never mind. <laughs>
1: what did you do? Did you Nothing. die over
2: there? No, nope. Uh didn't. No, I didn't. Um, but, yeah, no, that's not surprising to me. In fact, <laughs> they just paid, what, millions of dollars into... Um, Can we watch that video? Which one? one?
1: Two, the the, the two-minute video. We don't have to watch all of it, but I want to see this dude's face change. Um, <laughs> yeah. This was back in 2019. John, Way back. The word
4: means to create in Mandarin. It's also the name of this app creating a firestorm in just one weekend it's gone from launch to being the most downloaded app in china's ios store the secret allowing users to swap their faces with film or tv characters
2: wow dude
4: high resolution photo of myself i'm then instructed to take a series of selfies in which i Blink, move my mouth, and make facial expressions. <laughs> 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 oh my god, It's on fucking Forrest Gump! Oh my
1: <laughs> god! He's Forrest
2: Gump! <laughs> oh this Asian god. guy is Forrest Gump!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting this. This is gold. Would that be Forrest Gump? Another
4: click, and I'm John Snow in Game of Thrones. <laughs> the ability to see oneself. Oh my
1: god. And clearly you can see that... Obviously, it's not really him But think about where this can get oh man. This I mean, is just what's available to the public Look at Photoshop back in the day Photoshop wasn't what it was now Photoshop has significantly changed
4: realistically create Images and sound of another human being is being scrutinized for its ability to create misleading videos that blur the truth We've already seen high-profile individuals from Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg and U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi become online targets, and it's probably ah, cleverly online targets. us about the dangers of deepfake technology.
3: We're entering an era in which our enemies can make it look like <sighs> anyone is saying anything at any point in time, even if they would never this say is so this. Way. is clearly not is Obama.
2: The worst it's Obama a impression sign. I've ever seen. Yeah, it's Jordan Peel.
3: Moving forward, we need to be more vigilant with what we trust from the internet dude that's scary
1: yeah dude god that's scary
2: but for those people at home that didn't just (sighs) see that wow they basically they basically made it look like the president was saying something that he wasn't and
0: they also said which
2: is which is which could be earth shattering
0: and zao was requiring you to give away all your rights to whatever you make that's what he just said at the end there.
1: Wow! So not, not only, only are they right. taking your data, they they want anything that you make famous. Yes, yeah.
0: intellectual property. Yeah. Those fucking I sharks, mean, same man. But same thing with it's TikTok. Communist China. I mean, they're paying them eighty thousand dollars a video. Yeah. yeah. CCP.
1: TikTok. That's crazy that they are taking all that data. I mean, it's all this stuff is coming from China. I just, you know, red flag. You know.
0: Yeah. Virus. No, man. Why? I mean, red abs. pill, Nick. You know who loves red China. Pill. Young white girls, they love China because they keep developing apps and they keep fucking yep. dancing stupid to them. Yep. Yeah. They're like, I'm famous, and I'm like.
1: Oh, Along with Hello yeah. Kitty Absolutely. and all the other shit that comes from China. <laughs> all those makeups and hair products and yeah. feminine products. S-
2: feminine <laughs> f- medicine.
1: I'm kind of I'm, I'm I'm sorry. My daughter just became a young uh, lady.
2: Mm, okay.
1: <sighs> it's been a very difficult few weeks for me. Yeah, yeah. So I decided that I'm going to take duct, <laughs> duct tape and tape her chest oh, down. Jesus. She's not. She's just going to go. Jesus. I'm not buying her bras. <laughs> she's not going to grow up. Well, might as know. well
0: invest in some deep, deep fake stuff so you can always remember That's as a, a little good kid. Point. That's go. a good point.
2: Um. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up here. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, after I had, to, uh, I had to get that out, I had to look. I was yeah. having some PTSD. I needed to talk about it. After the conversation we had earlier, I felt like if I didn't get it out, I was just gonna explode. I feel better now. I feel better with myself. Sweet. Which one was it?
0: I. <laughs> uh, are you in? There we are. Things hurt That's on prom
2: night. night. You spell That's wrong. what
3: she said. <laughs>
2: But uh, this song is actually um, going to go out as a tribute to um, uh, a very good friend of mine and also friend of Nick's um, that we've known for, God, 13 years. Um, passed away in a uh, motorcycle accident uh, in Anderson on Friday, May 22nd. Um, It's uh, insane to believe that the world is missing um, the joy and light that was um, Eric McConnell. Um, He uh, was um, there for me in a time when I really needed it. I was uh, um, in a spot where my roommate moved out. I couldn't afford to live in my place anymore, and I was kind of getting back on my feet after having lost my job. And, uh, uh, I was, had just started to date, um, a woman that I would end up marrying. Um, and, uh, I was worried about where this was going to set me back. I didn't know where I was going to live. I had like less than two weeks to figure this all out. And, um, I told him about my situation. He's without even batting an eye said, bro, come live with me. Um, we can worry about money once you get back on your feet, but I got a room for a few months. You can figure out what you're doing and go from there. And I said, sweet dude, that's awesome. Um, no questions asked, didn't need any money up front or anything. And, uh, you know, um, that was huge and, uh, ended up being an experience that I needed. The marriage did not last, which I actually have grown a lot from and, uh, was an experience that I needed. Um, and needed to go through and he, uh his kindness facilitated that experience for me and so that's something that I'll never forget and uh something that uh I can never repay um but this song was one that we both really enjoyed and jammed out to a lot um and uh this is Incubus's Are You In and uh um call your friends, guys. Call your friends. I hadn't talked to Eric in a while, and I really wish I'd have called him before this happened. So um don't wait till it's too late. Our homies are not gonna stop dying. Um all we could all we can control is uh what we do while we're here. So um yeah. love to everybody. Uh be careful what you read, be careful what you see, beware the merchants of division. Uh proceed with love and God wins. Later, y'all.
1: Later.